Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benefits Mom podcast. I am your host, Tara Nickel, and if you're looking to gain back your mom's sanity, you are in the right place. We cover everything motherhood, kids, relationships, school, work, even that dreaded C word, chores. We cover it all. My goal is to help you take back control of your life and find that happy place as a mom. Because when it benefits mom, it benefits everyone. Enjoy this episode. We have another awesome working mom on the podcast today, Allie Greenberg. She is a financial strategist and her clientele is basically busy families. So all you working moms out there who can get overwhelmed with thinking about financial planning and budgeting, she is your girl. She shares some amazing, great tips to help you create that positive relationship with money, which is so important today because we're all stressed out with COVID and figuring out how we're going to pay our bills and stay working. And she shares some great advice to help you navigate these unusual times and really have that positive money mindset. I do want to say that if you are a mom listening in and you do feel overwhelmed during COVID, I encourage you to head over to Facebook and join our new Benefits Mom community group. It is a private group, so anything you share in the group will stay there. So if you are struggling with something or you just want to vent and have a supportive ear, definitely go over and join the group and feel free to uh, vent what is going on in your life. I will be going live in that group to answer questions or just let everybody air out any, you know, dirty laundry, so to say. And I hope you uh, head over there and see all of the great community that we are building there. If you are a mom listening in and you are still working from home, we are hosting another webinar on Thursday talking about the top five questions that I'm getting from clients on how to be better working from home. So we're going to answer all of those questions plus any other ones that you have. So make sure you head over to our website at taranickel.net and sign up for the webinar. All right, let's get into today's interview with Allie Greenberg. Allie Greenberg, welcome to the Benefits Mom podcast. Thank you, Tara. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you, especially since you're uh, from my home uh, area on the on the East Coast in New York. I'm always happy to talk to fellow people from that area. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I uh, I live in Central New Jersey right now. Do a lot of work in New York and New Jersey, so we've been stuck in our homes for a while. So it's always nice to socialize even if it's over the phone exactly exactly you know it's definitely 
a unusual time now in and when it comes to you know finances i think a lot of people especially moms are kind of in that you know scarcity mindset where you know i have to save i have to hold on to my money i don't know what's going to happen um so how do you help um your clients and you know help the moms tuning in to kind of create the right mindset to have even though we're you know in these very unusual times with with covid absolutely and it's such an important question right now um we're all juggling so much as moms um trying to figure out how to entertain our kids all day is this okay for their social well-being um you know are our spouses or friends are they okay are we going to get sick or and it's like money is the last thing on your mind um you still have to pay your bills you still have to make sure that if you're working that you're working so you can pay your bills and get paid um but it's really an unprecedented thing that we've never experienced in this country a time where you're unsure about what the market's going to do about your job. You've never seen unemployment numbers like this and and it's a very stressful and anxiety-ridden time. And I would think that you know, you would talk to a financial advisor and they might say to you, "Do you have 3 to 6 months of money saved?" And you might say, "Yes, I've done my savings, I have that." And now we're looking at a time where, you know, on the East Coast we've been home for 3 months. was that really enough and i think what it comes down to is having that balance of savings um so you're going to you're going to get into this mindset where you're going to feel a lot of anxiety and you're going to feel like i need to save everything and i can't buy anything and my life is over and i can't go shopping and i can't support you know buy my kids fun things the reality <clears throat> is that you can right you you shouldn't stop everything and go into hiding but what this has taught us is the power of saving and how savings and liquid savings meaning savings that you can easily access is so important for the unknown um and you know Tara I think we're going to talk a little bit more about it as we get into it but what that liquid savings versus savings that are not as liquid how that's really important Yeah, I know having, you know, being able to not just like what you're saying save but being able to to access that is a uh, really important. Uh you know, it's it's always fun to talk to uh a financial advisor because it's 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 something that, you know, I always uh, pride myself on making sure I understand uh money, but it's it's not it's something that I definitely like to leave to the experts. So, what is it about uh being a financial advisor that really got you excited and 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 wanting to do it as a as a career? Yeah, so it's actually interesting cuz I um had another career. I I was in market research, um working in in a corporate world and when I had my son, I kind of had to make this decision of um as many women and mothers do, do I want to keep rising in this in this career and kind of um you know take takes a lot of time away from my family and and that or do I want to have a career where I can kind of make my own hours and craft my own day and and be my own boss um and then once I decided that that was the route I wanted to go down be my own boss I said okay now what do I love um of course I said I love money <laughs> <laughs> of course I did not obviously love part of it but I said what do I love so I love money right and I love helping people so how can I put those two things together and how can I take what I've studied and learned 
on a personal, you know, level of how to manage money and how to make money and how to grow money and then help others. And that's, and that's kind of what led me to this career. And it's just so rewarding to see someone who's struggling, um, to see someone who has a lot of anxiety, just can't quite get their financial world together and be able to create that path for them. It's just the most rewarding thing. Yes, I can, I can hear your passion, your voice. So you definitely uh, made the right pivot, as, as I like to say. Thank you. Uh, uh, so for, you. The, for those uh, moms and other women listening and who are still in that uh, corporate world, uh, some of them may uh, be looking at some of the financial benefits that they can get from their employer, uh, whether it's a 401k or if their employer is in a position where they can offer group life or they're in the SOP, those kind of situations. What are kind of the things that they should be keeping in mind when they're looking at electing some of these benefits? Absolutely, and I think group benefits are so important to understand. A lot of people, um, you know, when you get a new job or you're in your job and, and you get these emails from your corporate HR and they're telling you about your benefits, you kind of glaze over, right? It's not, it's not sexy stuff, it's boring stuff. You're like, all right, great, I have health insurance, great. Here's my deductible. Oh, cool. They're giving me short-term, long-term disability. And then you don't really look much more into that. And then you forget about it until the following enrollment period where you're asked to make your selections again. And, you know, we all go through this every year. Um, some of the things that I think are most important that you should really be looking out for is under the, the protection piece of, of that. And that's what you mentioned, the life insurance, the disability insurance. See what your employer is giving you. Uh, typically, they're giving you a small amount, but but if you have it, now you can feel some sort of protection, and that gives you that fundamental basis of your financial plan. Now, granted, when you leave that company, those benefits usually go away. So that's always something to take a look at and see what are my benefits if I do leave. Um, if I leave this company, do those travel with me or do they stay with the company? If they stay with the company, it might make sense to then talk to someone to see what other benefits you might want individually on a personal level to kind of close that gap and make sure you're going to be protected regardless. The other thing I always have people look into is what their 401k matches are. And this is really important. And I think 401ks and retirement funds in general are very difficult to understand sometimes. And, and it's a lot of uh, financial gibberish and, and really takes a professional to kind of decode that for most people. Uh, what I will say is take advantage of the match. It is literally free money. If you can put, if your match is 3%, 5%, whatever it is, I would strive to match it. Um, you're going to be getting free money. Then that's not very common from an employer, free money. So that, that's definitely. Now, when it comes to maxing out your 401k, that's another story. I think that is really based on your circumstances. Um, you know, as we say, you should be saving a certain amount of money. It's usually about 15 to 20% of your gross income. If you're doing that and you have cash and you're doing a great job at your savings at home, then, yeah, maybe matching and then maxing out is the right way to go. If not, if you, if you struggle to save at home and you're not, you know, your bills really just stack up and you're paying whatever you make and, and you're living paycheck to paycheck, it's not as common that you would want to, you know, max out your 401k. So I think it's something, you know, it's, it's custom to everyone. It depends on everyone's situation. But I would say your 401k and then the life insurance and disability insurance, in addition to obviously your health plans, um, are really the most important things to make sure you understand about your employee benefits. 
Yeah, I like I like when you said uh, liquid money because I think a lot of people when they look at all the different uh, savings vehicles out there, they think like they have to put you know the max in or else they're not going to be able to retire or they're not going to be able to do certain things you know in this time frame in in the future so so for for you why is it so important to you know have that balance but make sure that you are focusing on the liquid side and not you know a a time period in in the future yeah, no, that's a great question. I think, you know, a couple months ago, well, I wouldn't have had as good of an example as I do now. Right. So what has happened over the last few months. Um, it is pretty uncommon to see the market do what it has done. And so I'll give you an example. So if you had, well, no, we'll use $100 as an example. $100 in your savings account in the beginning of the year and you had $100 in your 401k account, you can imagine what that $100 did in your 401k, because it's based on the market, versus what it did in your savings account. It didn't move, right? It didn't move from your savings account. You still have $100 at the end of the day. Your 401k, it was less than $100. Right. If you needed that money, if you needed that $100 to pay a bill because you lost your job, or you needed that $100 because your kid had to go to the emergency room because they, you know, bumped their head and now they need stitches, you wouldn't want to take that $100 out of your 401k. You would be penalized, you would have to pay taxes on it, and you lost that a lot of that money, a lot of that $100 in the market, so now it's really only $80 or $75. But if you needed that $100 out of your savings account, that's still $100, and you can take that out without penalty. So that's a, you know, a very, on a small scale, a very um, good example of why liquid money is so much more powerful depending on your stage of life. And I think for your audience, Tara, you know, moms, uh, young families, professionals, uh, that stage of life, liquid funds is really, really important. Yes, I, I would agree. I, I always want to focus more on things like you're saying are available. They're going to be there regardless of what happens with the market. You know. for, for the moms who are listening or uh, professionals who really don't have a great relationship with money, you know, maybe they've tried to budge in the past but have not really uh, stuck to it. What are kind of like some baby steps that you kind of guide clients through to start developing that really good and healthy relationship with money? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I get this, this question a lot as well, or I hear a lot of people's hesitation to meeting with me sometimes. And they say they're, they're just a little embarrassed or they don't have that confidence that they understand their finances. And the first thing I say is, that's fine because you're not supposed to, right? You didn't study this. You didn't go to school for this. Right. Um, this is just a responsibility that you have. Um, so how do we get better at that? And I think the first way and probably the easiest way is really just sitting down and writing everything out. You take an hour um, either by yourself or with your spouse or your partner, you know, pour a glass of wine at night, sit down, quiet, kids are sleeping, sit at the kitchen table, and you look at your credit card statements and you look at your bank records and you think about all the things you spend money on. And you sit down with your notebook and your pen, no distractions, and you write down everything. And what you'll start to see is, okay, maybe I don't spend as much money as I think, or maybe I spend too much money on these things. It's crazy. I didn't know I spent $300 on Starbucks this month. <laughs> um, you know, and you, it starts to open up your eyes to what your money is doing. 
um, once you've done that, you're empowered, right? You you know what your financial world from a you know what you're spending, what you're making, what that looks like, and then you should feel more confident to go talk to someone, a professional that can really do that analysis for you and give you some great recommendations. Yeah, you know, I I say the same thing to my one-on-one clients is, you know, just um even if you're not necessarily comfortable right off the bat talking to someone, at least find an item that you can at least uh, assign a number to. Like the ex- example we use a lot is groceries. Like I'm comfortable spending $200 a week on groceries. And then if you do that for a while, then you know, you, you've had that small win and you have that confidence. And then you can say, okay, now I wanna talk about my retirement. I wanna talk about investing and you know all those different things it just it just takes like you know these little steps to kind of get into the right mindset oh yeah definitely no one i mean any good advisor would never just kind of throw you into something right you have to get comfortable first you have to make sure you understand your situation it's all about organizing before doing yeah i i wanted to touch back just um on the protection side of what what when we're looking at the protection from a personal side, so the the individuals like looked at the employer benefits and they're really you know limited in what they can do if they leave the job. Like there's not a lot of transfer options. So if we're if we're just looking from a personal standpoint, what's kind of uh, some good benchmarks when thinking about the life insurance and the, on the disability side? Absolutely. Great questions. And, and I love that you brought that up because protection is really the foundation of any good financial plan. And the reason why that is, and some people might be shocked by that statement. They might say, what? I, you know, I thought I was supposed to get out of debt or I thought I was just supposed to save and then I'd be good. Um, and all those things are also really important. But if you're not protecting your money and your income and your and your world, then the smallest little thing could really take over and really put a wrench into your plan. And I'll give you an example. Um, when I talk to my clients, I always mention that they should be looking at their auto, home, and umbrella policies, um, something that I don't necessarily uh, give too much advice on, but everyone has them, right? Everyone has car insurance if you own a car. Everyone has home insurance if you own a home. Um, and these are really important things that you have to have, but most people don't even know what kind of coverage they have. And God forbid you're in an accident, um, you could be sued. And if you're sued, they can take away everything. They can take away your home. They can take away your assets um, and leave you with nothing. And that would really damage your financial plan. Right. So that's a, you know, a simple way to just have someone do an audit on your, your property and casualty insurance and make sure that you're covered for whatever might happen. And then the same goes for life insurance. Again, not a fun conversation you want to have. And hopefully a conversation you only have to have once and then you take care of it and it's done. Uh, But that conversation usually looks like if something were to happen to the breadwinner of the family, the person who's bringing in the income, who helps feed the family, who helps house the family, something happened to them and their income was no longer there, what would you do? And most people would look at you with kind of those eyes and say, I have no idea. And that's why life insurance is so important. Um, the amount of life insurance is always that next question. Well, how much do I need? And that really comes down to, to your personal um, situation. You know, what kind of house do you live in? What kind of job do you guys have? What kind of other expenses 
would you not want to leave someone with if, if something did happen to you? Um, so making sure that not only you're using and utilizing your group benefit, but also closing that gap and making mm -hmm. sure if that job wasn't there anymore, you would still have coverage and that you would still be protected. Um, yeah. So I think it's, it's a super important conversation, Tara, and one that we should all be having. Yeah, it's it's. I always find it really important too is even looking at you know each open enrollment period like it, it could be a new gap or something else could change or you know based on other you know health metrics maybe you have other options with life insurance like you just never know so you want to always keep um, evaluating those for sure yeah and enrollment time is a great time to meet with advisors so a lot of times we we schedule our meetings around that um, and I'll have clients come with their enrollment books and they'll show me what their options are and we go through that together I love that idea. Definitely, uh, for those of you listening, definitely put, uh, if you know when your open enrollment is in 2020, uh, book a time to talk to a financial advisor. And if you're in Jersey, go go talk to Allie, for sure. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, Allie, now we get to go to the fun part. I'm just going to ask you a couple of rapid fire questions. Uh, they're just really fun. So the first one I ask everybody is you have the ability to one day eat uh, whatever you want, the biggest uh, cheat meal you uh, want to eat. Uh, what are you going to have on that day? Oh, ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> French fries, French fries and ice cream. Oh my gosh, that almost sounds like a like a pregnancy craving thing, you know? Like I'm gonna have. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. As well, but it's really all, <laughs> <laughs> all the time is when uh, that that craving hits too. Ah! Yes, that's awesome. Okay, uh, since you're since you're from Jersey, I I have to ask you, what is your favorite place to go to in uh, NYC? Ooh, that's that's really tough. Um, I would say you cannot beat New York City pizza, and you cannot beat a good New York City bagel. Oh. Uh, when I, you know, I, I, you have to, it, it's, whenever people travel to New York, I say you've got to get yourself a slice of pizza and a bagel, and they'll never be the same. So that, that's definitely top on the list. And then uh, I'm a big uh, outdoors person, so I love going to Central Park. Oh, I I do a walk around Central Park when I go visit my family, and I have to tell you, my favorite uh, pizza place is Lombardi's in Little Italy. They have like okay. a coal oven. I love that. And for bagels, I actually have a small uh, bagel store by my parents' house that's been run by this uh, Greek family for years, and they just love it. And I and I I've been doing that since my mother will send bagels to me. It's fantastic. Oh my God! It's fantastic. Uh, it's cute. All right, now your best uh, vacation spot. Aruba, my favorite island in the world, the happiest place in the world. If I could go there and live there and open up a little, you know, like smoothie stand on the beach, I'd be very happy. I like that. Have you ever gone to one of those resorts that have like little island bar like at the pool? Have you done that yet? Oh yeah. You done that? Oh yeah, that's best. <laughs> okay, last question. If what is a one piece of advice that you want to uh, leave all of the moms and listeners today? I would say oh, all the moms. All right, I'm going to make an, an analogy. 
Um, you know, when you're about to give birth to your kids, or maybe it's your first baby, and everyone says to you, don't be a hero, just take the epidural, right? Or don't be a hero, if you have, if you're in pain, scream. <laughs> so I'm relating it to labor a little bit, since our audience is moms here. Same with your financial planning. You don't have to be the hero. Go ask for help. You shouldn't have to do it alone. Let's let, put that burden and that stress on someone else and let them help you. So that, that's your analogy for the day, labor to financial planning. <laughs> you know, it, it, it works. It does make sense. Uh, I love it. I love it. All right. Ali, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, if anybody has any uh, questions or wants to reach out, we'll have um, Ali's information in the comments of the podcast. And Ali, thank you so much again and have a fantastic day. Thank you, Tara. This was great. I appreciate it. All right. Bye, everyone.